Good morning and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Sheila and I am a missionary at Damascus, where we're working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. Today, we're going to be reflecting on a reading from the Gospel of Mark. This is chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea, to the territory of the Gerasenes. When he got out of the boat, at once a man from the tombs who had an unclean spirit met him. The man had been dwelling among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any longer, even with a chain. In fact, he had been frequently bound with shackles and chains, but the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles smashed, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the hillsides, he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. Catching sight of Jesus from a distance, he ran up and prostrated himself before him, crying out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. He had been saying to him, Unclean spirit, come out of the man. He asked him, What is your name? He replied, Legion is my name. There are many of us. And he pleaded earnestly with him not to drive him, not to drive them away from that territory. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they pleaded with him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. And he let them, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd of about two thousand rushed down a steep bank into the sea, where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away and reported the incident in the town and throughout the countryside. And people came out to see what had happened. As they approached Jesus, they caught sight of the man who had been possessed by legion, sitting there clothed and in his right mind, and they were seized with fear. Those who witnessed the incident explained to them what had happened to the possessed man and to the swine. Then they began to beg him to leave their district. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed pleaded to remain with him, but Jesus would not permit him and told him instead, Go home to your family and announce to them all that the Lord in his pity has done for you. Then the man went off and began to proclaim in the Decapolis what Jesus had done for him, and all were amazed. So here we have a bit of a, a plot twist as we see Jesus perform this incredible exorcism, this miracle, where he sets free this man who was a danger to himself and to other people, and when the other people come out to see him, instead of being amazed and grateful and excited, they are afraid and they ask him to leave. Kind of a strange response. But we get a clue as to why that might be when we realize that there's this herd of swine that is in their region. And swine, pigs, were an animal that, according to Jewish law, was an unclean animal that they weren't supposed to eat and weren't really supposed to associate with. The fact that they're keeping a herd of swine suggests that the people of this area were not strictly observing the law of God, and that probably in a lot of ways they had conformed to the culture of the people around them. That was actually something that characterized this area, this region of the Decapolis, these cities that had become heavily accustomed to the culture around them of the Greek people, the Roman people, and had lost a lot of the identity and the observance that had been given to them to set them apart as the people of God, the Jewish people. And so that helps us to understand why 
they were maybe counting on God's attention not being so closely on them. And when this miracle happens in their midst, instead of being amazed and and grateful and excited to welcome the Messiah, they're actually afraid because they were more comfortable and hoping to stay in the lifestyle that they had chosen, had literally bought into, rather than face the judgment and the justice of God to trust in his mercy or to face the change that would come after, the change that would be required of them to lay down the life that they had become accustomed to and to rebuild a whole different economic and cultural life that they had walked away from because it was easier to be like the people that were around them. Maybe in this, we recognize people that we know who are fallen away or lukewarm in their faith, who have grown accustomed to living the way that other people do and thinking that maybe God doesn't care about these little choices that I make, who need to know both God's power and also God's mercy. And the way that they're going to know that is through people who have experienced a conversion and who are continually experiencing a conversion and continually allowing the Lord into those parts of our hearts that would be more comfortable and rather that maybe he didn't come in, but that we allow him in so that we can testify and share to those who need to know his love and his mercy. Again, this has been a scripture reflection on the Gospel of Mark. To learn more about Damascus and the programs and events that we offer here, please visit us at damascus.net. God bless. Mm-hmm.